Hello and welcome to the Dialogue Central podcast. Today, some Year Nines are going to be interviewing us about how to pick the right GCSE options. My name's Aditya. My name's Elise Saberi. I'm in Year Nine. I'm Naduli De Silva in Year Nine. I'm Elise Ali in Year Nine. I'm Sandy Ristogi in Year Eleven. I'm Primrose Penny in Year Eleven. So, let's start. So, what GCSEs did each one of you pick, starting with Aditya? Okay, so for me, I took drama as my art, as well as history for humanities, and as well as I took French as an extra option in language. I did the same as um, Aditya with drama and history, but I also picked Latin and opted for Arabic. Um, I took a different route, so I do de- design and technology DT for the art. Um, I do computer science for the humanities, and then I take economics as the extra, as well as all the mandatory subjects that we have to take at DC. Yes. What was your reasoning on picking each one? And I want to specifically ask, what was your reason behind picking Arabic? Arabic, I really only picked. I'll be honest, I only picked because I wanted a language, and I also thought it would just be more impressive than knowing French or Spanish. No offense to people who do French or Spanish. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> but um, I just thought it would separate me a little bit from other people applying to universities. But taking Arabic is a little bit of a regret. It is very hard. It's not an easy subject. But if I'm honest, I don't think there are any easy GCSE subjects. Um, it's always going to be harder than you think it's going to be. Um, uh, but at the end of the day, I'm going to do the Arabic. I'm going to try my best, and I'm not <laughs> reaching for the stars, but yeah. I'll get to space. <laughs> We're all praying for you, Primrose. But I think one misconception I had choosing my GCSEs was when picking drama or any art mm. in general. I thought that it would be, you know, sort of like a free fun, GCSE, easy, something definitely, fun. Definitely, definitely. But turns out sometimes we do the most work for that GCSE. <laughs> compared to others. I agree with that statement because um, for DT, Design and Technology, we have 50% of our exam is coursework and then 50% is the real written exam. Um, And despite the theory topics being relatively less, the coursework is 20 slides of A3 pieces of, each slide is A3 and it is a lot, a lot, a lot of work, a lot of writing. Personally, I enjoy doing the coursework, but I know that many people in my class do not enjoy doing the coursework and that could be very burdensome to some people as it is 20 long, long slides of A3 that you have to complete in a given period of time. I completely agree. Coursework applies very much yeah. to drama as well. It's a lot of writing, more than you think. You think <laughs> a lot of writing, and then you boost it up a little bit. It is a lot. I mean, but at the end, the thing about GCSEs, it makes you learn how to manage your time better, Definitely. how to be more efficient, choosing better revision strategies, or how you approach your work so that's something you learn yeah i agree with coursework it's really important some subjects that do have coursework like dt drama mainly the art subjects i feel like coursework is very much like a a thing that like a pillow when you go into the exam or like a cushion like you have that extra confidence that oh okay i had 20 percent coursework for this exam maybe i got a nine in the 20 percent so i have a little bit more confidence going into the real exam yeah 
In terms of art subjects, are these, even though there are a lot more than you expected, are they still GCSEs that you think are more fun compared to like physics and math? I love drama. I don't mind spending a lot of time doing drama. I love being creative. I love talking to people, seeing different points of view, learning stuff about myself and others. Just don't think that it's an easy way out. Please don't pick it because you think it's going to be easy. Pick it because you love it. Yeah. But would you say out of all the GCSEs you picked, that was the one you liked the most? Actually, going into GCSEs, drama was probably my favourite subject, but I think Aditi will probably agree. History, we love history. We love history. We have an incredible history teacher. Shout out to Mr. Garrett. Shout out to Mr. Garrett. Mr. Garrett. He's amazing. (laughs) And honestly, having a great teacher who just really gets to know you, changes things up, really teaches in a way that engages everyone, it makes such a difference. Don't go into a subject because you like the teacher, but having a teacher that you love is just... Amazing. (laughs) So what was your favorite subject? Um, So I do DT, and I feel like DT is one of my favorite subjects that I'm actually considering to take for A-level. Despite the theory that I struggle with sometimes, and I don't like the theory very much, (laughs) like learning about the 10 different types of woods and then the metals (laughs) and all the materials, but... The coursework is quite fun, and I feel like I'm a very creative person, but not artistic enough to do art, GCSE, or (laughs) A-level. So so DT is perfect for me. It's right in the middle. So it's one of my favorite GCSEs, to be honest with you. I honestly quite like all of my GCSEs, so um, I'm pretty much like at par with all of them, computer science, economics, and DT. So I can't say that DT is my favorite, but I quite enjoy it. Like, I wouldn't mind spending more time on DT, and I quite feel that like sometimes I might have just studied my biology test and then I have some free time instead of just wasting it on Netflix I might do some DT work mm-hmm. my coursework so and it is much easier than maybe co- coding something in computer science yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's quite fun <laughs> yeah, it takes some time, yeah. what is your advice on our so we have our options even coming up so what is your advice on like options don't let your parents determine what you want to not do. Not at all. My mum yeah. was... Shout out to <laughs> Miss Penny. She was desperate for me to take economics. But I opted to not do economics. And that is something I will stand by all the way through to A-level. It just it doesn't interest me. I'm sorry, I'm very proud of the people who were actually good and interested in economics. But... It just doesn't appeal to the right side of my brain. 100%. I just, I it don't understand it. <laughs> I think one of the main things when you choose your GCSE choices is one, do something you love, what mm. you're passionate about, and also two, subjects which you're generally good at, or you know you feel more confident when you approach that lesson. Personally, for me, I'm not very much into econ or computer science. I'd rather die than do sub Python. But <laughs> the thing is, do something what you love, but you're also good at. Because obviously that can be reflective of your grades when you apply through university, which is obviously the next step. I agree, level. because GCSEs can be very time-consuming. I'm sorry, they're not time can they are very time <laughs> they do take up a lot of like your time so you must choose something that you really like but um i have a different experience to primrose so my parents um being the brown indian parents that they are <laughs> they really pushed me to take computer science and i felt like in year nine i felt like 
I was like goofing about in the lesson. I was not really listening and the teacher was not that focused. We were young. So I really wasn't good at computer science in year nine. And then the options evening came and we learned all about computer science. And then I was saying, no way am I going to do computer science. I don't know how to do this. I'm really bad at this. And I cannot do this. Um, I was really scared. But my dad and my mom were like, you must take computer science. It's a really good subject. You must, you must, you must. And so the, I don't want to say force, but they really guided me to through that path to take computer science and I'm always in this cycle of trying to please your parents and I feel like every, all childs are always, all children are always in this cycle so I did take computer science thinking that okay I will drop it but instead I actually fell in love with the subject and I really mm -hmm. enjoy it and now I think it is one of my best performing subjects where I'm getting all nines in like every single exam <laughs> so I'm really really happy so from going from in year nine not knowing anything in computer science and then struggling I actually in year 10 when we started computer science GCSE I was crying in the lessons, like physically crying, but I couldn't understand anything. Yeah, that was me in Arabic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then I got a tutor and my parents helped me out and I started doing some work on my own and then I really started to love the subject. So put your put time, put effort and you will really love the subjects that you have and you take. Because you know that you have two years left. Because there is no shame in asking for help I and uh, asking teachers, asking friends. Honestly, exactly. my friends have been carrying me through a lot of subjects. I carry know? her through history. <laughs> just say. Sure, sure. Let's say you did. Um, and I just find like I like looking at things from new angles and just learning about things that I never would have gotten from my lovely teachers. They just explain it in ways that let's just say they um, dumb it down a little bit for me. Um, so as so us three are sporty and we do lots of activities outside of school. Um, do you think um, for GCSE, do you think that's possible to continue your activities? Do you recommend continuing yes. activities? Definitely. You need also, an outlet. Hmm. There's also GCSE PE. I mean, you can <laughs> take that, but we don't take it. But I know some of my friends who do take it. You choose two sports of deeper interest, and then you go into that, and you also learn about the biology behind you know certain sports you learn about muscles and medicine medicine yeah. things like that so even if you're interested in biology and you're interested in you know physical activity e. that's yeah. always a good thing that'd be a very good gcse yeah. if you're interested mm -hmm. in biology but general games itself it does not interfere at all with your gcse no, no. It's, yeah. it's fun it's, it's yeah. very very important you have uh, stuff outside of school that you can do just to take your mind off of gcse you don't want to live and breathe them agreed <laughs> I recently had, you know, you have review days with your form tutors. Yeah. Yes. And we were going over what I'm doing now. And he personally told me that you're going to need to drop some stuff eventually. So did that happen to any of you? That did. Yes. Actually yes. Doing it stuff. did happen to me. So I was running this charity at DC called All Books for New Eyes. And I was running it for two years. And I had inaugurated a library in Africa. And I had a, like, a super involvement with this charity project. And I really, really loved it. And I worked really hard on it. And every week I used to have meetings with this club that I started to run and everything and um, so I did it from year 9 and year 10 all through year 9 and 10 and it was a lot I agree like taking two hours like every single week out of my busy schedule especially with GCSE so this year I started year 11 and I was thinking what do I do with all books for new eyes charity project it's a really good course like it's an amazing course and I still stand by that but I thought that I only have x amount of time but I have so many things to do so <laughs> I think that what makes you a really good person or maybe a successful person and someone who can do better in the long run is deciding that, okay, I am doing X amount of tasks. I'm doing football, I'm doing PE, I'm doing tennis, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. 
but you need to draw the line and see that where can I end something? Where can I stop? So I said to Old Books for New Eyes that it has been amazing to run this club at DC for two years. It's been amazing to have been part of this amazing experience and do everything and make the impact, but it's time for me to leave. So that's the most important part. Drawing the line where you feel that you cannot give enough attention anymore. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's, it's better to be a master of one or two sports or subjects or whatever passion you have instead of being a jack at all trades and that is what I felt <laughs> and so I quit all books for new eyes of course I still encourage people to donate books to the charity but I'm no, no, no longer the leader and honestly I'm sad and it was hard and I do sometimes feel FOMO when they're still doing all books for new eyes stuff but I know that I do not have time to contribute yeah. to that and it will, it will be unfair of me so it's very much you need to choose and see where can you contribute enough time and where you can say goodbye. Agreed. And that's now allowed you to concentrate more on your Exactly. Yeah. So now I have much more time to actually study for like my upcoming physics test or math test, you know. So that is, it's very important and it doesn't mean that I cannot restart this club or I can I can't rejoin yeah. the club. You can you still know? be involved yeah. after my GCSE. So it's all relative and it's where you personally feel to draw the line. Yeah. That's why I think GCSEs help you in a way because it helps you prioritize what matters most to you. Personally for me also I feel like I express myself more in the activities I do than in classes, so juggling drama, debate, MUN, various you know initiative projects and things, it's a lot. But what you want to do is learn to prioritize what matters to you most and what you enjoy doing. And that applies again to your GCSEs. And obviously, even though if you are balancing stuff, it's important to make time for yourself. It's important you know, to, to make time for yourself at the end of the day and do things what you love and spend time with people who matter to you. Okay, I know this is skipping ahead into the future, but do you have any ideas of what universities you're going to apply to? Yes, where you're I going? Really, yes. yes. Um, UCL, if you're listening. Um, we love you. <laughs> Primrose Penny, save me a spot. Um, I, w- I know, I've always known, I would really like to go to the UK to study. I've done a lot of research looking at different unis, different courses, and if I'm honest, I don't think for a while I'm not going to be a hundred percent sure on what I want to do in the future but right now my mindset is maybe law so what I did is use um, uh, the school um, Unifrog which um, they plug a lot but it is useful and just looking through it I discovered that UCL is one of the few universities that does like you to have a language at GCSE which is another reason why I chose Arabic in the end um, maybe I should have opted for French, but uh, <laughs> too late for that now. <laughs> I, DC helps you a lot, especially once you go into middle school, which is year 10, you start to get a careers bulletin. I don't know, maybe if you get that oh, in year yeah. 9, so but you get more about university, where you're able mm-hmm. to attend uni fairs, able to you know talk to admissions officers and stuff like that. Personally, for me, my pathway is to the United States. And I've always wanted to go to the US ever since I was young. Like, lots of my family is there. My sister studies in the US. So, truly for me, what I want to go into is regarding politics and international relations. Um, obviously, you know, my things change. It might not be so much, but uh, I feel DC helps you tremendously as you go up into your academic years on 
where do you want to go to university and what do you want to study? So for me, um, I'm very much a person who's very passionate about trying to curate my personality and my portfolio for when I go to uni. So I started very young. So I started this All Books for New Eyes project in year nine, which is before high school even begins. So I didn't do it for uni. I did it for me and I did it for helping out and then I realized that my mom was like oh well this can help for uni applications and then that's when I started to think about you know what can I do so last summer uh the summer after freshman year which is uh the first year of high school in American system and I, uh, by the way I do want to go to America as well. <laughs> as a uh, yeah um, so the first summer, so summer after year 10, I went to a prestigious summer program um, at UPenn and I wor- was at the business school called Warden. If they're listening to this, like, <laughs> I, I, I have your hoodies, I have the jumpers, I have like, wristbands, I have hair ties, I have everything. So um, I applied to two summer programs and they were very rigorous and I had to write two, three essays for each and it was quite time consuming and it, took, it was like a lot of effort. Um, but I got into Columbia summer program for entrepreneurship and business and I also got into the one at University of Pennsylvania Warden. So I decided to go to, go to that and it was two weeks where I learned about entrepreneurship and I learned about design thinking. I think those were probably the two weeks, the best two weeks of my life so far. I'm only 15, but they were by far the best two weeks of my life. I learned not only so much, but I made the best friends and that really motivated me to work hard and really achieve success and strive for what I want. So now I know that what my goal is. Now I know that I want to go to Warden University of Pennsylvania and that is feasible, that is palpable. So now I know that is my motivation to work hard, get good on every single test and get good on my GCSEs, do extracurriculars, do this, do that because that is what I want. I've tasted the life for two weeks. I was a university student for two weeks and now I know what I want. And that is like my motivation right now. Because we have so many exams, we have so much work <laughs> to bring GCSEs. I think you guys will agree. That is my motivation yes. to go back there. So summer courses are, um, ben- do you think they'll be beneficial for GCSEs? Oh, do you think they're good? 100%. I think they're really good for experience. So I did one after year 10, so the first uh, year 10. However, I don't think I'll be doing one again because for university, for US, I'm speaking only for US, I don't know much about the UK admissions process, but for the US, it's very much like you need to curate your own profile. So you need to have your own path, your own story. No two people's stories can be the same. So my story, my pathway is that I did a summer program the summer after year 10. And so I really want to do a summer program in the summer after year 11, which is the upcoming summer. But then I was thinking that like, when I'm trying to curate my story, what would I, what would that show? If I just do two summer programs about business, what is that showing? So what I'm trying to do right now is I've done a summer program about design thinking, how to start a business and entrepreneurship. What I'm gonna do is I'm going to do an internship in December to learn and really work as a, in a, like an incubator startup in DIFC Hive. And then the summer that's upcoming, I will probably do, I will try to start a business or build a foundation for a business to really take what I learned out of my summer program, make it meaningful and start something of my own because that ultimately is my goal and my passion. So summer programs are really good to show you and to introduce you to maybe some concepts or maybe it can show you maybe what major you would like to go into at university. Um, But they do not make or make your (laughs) university application. So what I wanted to ask to hear all of your opinions on is the fact that we now have to take Arabic GCSE. So you told me that it's one of the ones you don't necessarily regret as much, but it's not one of your favorites. So what's your opinions on that? 
So I didn't know that actually, but it's now compulsory for you guys to take Arabic. I think yeah. we have to study it. You have to study oh, it. study it okay, in year 10. But not taken as a GCSE. You yeah. can opt for it, but you have to study for it. In year 10. Oh, that's what we That's what I did. In fact, yeah. yeah, we were the first year where they brought yeah, in that, which was a bit of a surprise. <laughs> yeah, um, I remember we, when we all found out, we were all very like yeah. upset, a little angry. I really wanted to do Spanish, so I don't do a language right now. Because the thing about Arabic, it limited you from one of your GCSEs Mm -hmm. because usually before the whole Arabic concept You could pick four, basically any four And you had to take either French or Spanish so you could use that Arabic to maybe take, I don't know, economics or another choice of yours So you really do like have an opportunity cost if you mm-hmm. take my economics language but you do have a, like yeah. the next best alternative for going is like an opportunity cost and you really do but you need to d- like understand that taking Arabic is not only for uni like yeah. you must mm-hmm. not exactly. so, like I know some of my friends took Arabic just for uni and now they regret it like <laughs> a lot and you, like Primrose herself mm-hmm. is telling you that is not easy you know um, especially the jump from uh, year 9 to year 10 I will yeah. say Basically, the teachers do are not going to keep letting you play blue kit for the entire lesson. Yeah. Not even in the lower <laughs> no, sets anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, going to be hard. It it's going to get a lot stricter. Agreed. Um, <laughs> and that's Primrose made a good point. From your, I think we all have this. The gap from year nine to ten, it was a big job. It was, it was a shock. In terms I of that. work, in terms of coursework, in terms of your homework load and tests. Uh, sorry, but you're you're gonna get a lot. Yeah, but the point is, like I said, do things which you value the most. Do things which you care about. Do things that you are exactly. not going to mind dedicating your life exactly. to for the next uh, Learn couple to prioritize of years. What's important for you, and that will yeah. take you ahead. Um. So with Oracy Month on the way, um, there's a lot about the revision stuff and the new websites that they've offered the year nine from Miss Causer, shout out to her. <laughs> um, what revision got, What revision methods got you through GCSEs? Mind maps. Flashcards. I love mind I maps. Love I, my favorite thing right before a test is, I think this is also a combination of the blurting technique where you just get all yeah. your information down. I'll just write the topic in the middle, do a big circle, do some branches, write everything I know. And then I'll have this massive, beautiful mind map of everything that's going to be on the test. I'll look at that in the morning of the test, feel secure, put it away, go in, ace the test. I always get scared when I see your mind maps. I feel feel just unprepared 100%. But for me, I'm a flashcards guy. I love flashcards. Uh, That links to active recall. And obviously, oh yeah, another thing about GCSEs, because since your time is so less, Learn to study smarter, not harder. Yeah. Use mm-hmm. use more active techniques of learning, such as maybe teaching it to a friend, teaching one of the concepts to your parents. I don't know your dog, your your soft toy. Talk to someone about it. Make mind maps. Use flashcards. Use active techniques. Do a lot of past papers. Yes. Hundred percent. EMT free science lessons. Amazing. I agree. Yeah. Like past papers, past questions. Those are really like what you 
that will really really help you so mm -hmm. I, I might struggle on a subject I'll when I have like a, a science exam for example science is a subject that I feel like I struggle with a little bit so when I have a science test coming up <laughs> I will I will first read the notes and revise the notes make notes on the notes but when I say make notes I don't mean copying the textbook so in the <laughs> beginning of year nine I think that when I had a science test what I would do is simply open the textbook and copy line for line what I think would be important that is very unhelpful trust me I'm in year 11 now and I've learned that copying the textbook rewriting the textbook is not going to help you no, at all agreed. what i do right now which is very much my method that helps me is that i read the textbook because the textbook and pmt uh revision notes are very much important notes that are straight from the specification um one one point before i finish my other point is that use the specification very wisely in gcse <laughs> yeah. because the exam boards are making the specification to show what is going to come in the exam. They will never give you something that's not on the specification. So if you want to know what's going to come, check the specification. If you want to revise, check the specification. Make sure you can tick off every single bullet point on the specification before your exam. So revise from the specification. And on PMT, the, the notes on PMT have uh, points for each specification bullet point. And so it's very much like you are learning just from that. So I, I read it, then I make some notes on my own. Uh, flashcards like Aditya said, active recall, very important. And then just do some past papers and then yeah. you'll really see. And then past papers, you can still learn. Maybe you haven't fully revised one concept, but it comes as a question. You can read the mark scheme now, you know the concept, you know? Mm. So it's very much to each their own, but flashcards, mm. active recall, mind maps, past paper is very important. Right and now. two cheeky tips from me before we move on. <laughs> um, uh, one, if you're feeling completely lost and you feel like you don't know the subject sciences, so biology, physics, um, and chemistry, this works for the best. Go to Cognito, just do all the little yeah. lesson things. Those are amazing. And also, second point, don't let yourself be trapped in your bedroom for a month on the yeah. lead up to the exams. I love going to coffee shops, I love just leaving my room, going downstairs, going outside, just going somewhere else so you don't end up completely losing your life to your desk in your room. Okay, yeah. so now we're, we're gonna wrap up, right? Okay, let's, we're gonna wrap it up. Yep. <laughs> so let's just pause for a few seconds. Thank you so much for listening to our discussion on Dialogue Central podcast. I hope you all learned something. Yes. Yeah, yes. Definitely. Great. It's really useful. And I hope our listeners who maybe also have the same issues as our year nines about GCSE options or anyone really can get some insight from our both um, where are year 11s giving some advice to year nines. Thank you so much. <laughs> have a great day and don't forget to like, subscribe and share this <laughs> podcast with all your friends and family. Till next time. Bye. Bye.